Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 48. I'm your host, Braden Charisma, and joining me today is Brandon Tolley. Pleasure to meet everyone. How you doing, man? Excellent. Excellent. That's good, man. So Brandon, he's like kind of like a jack of all trades. Like this guy, he's like paintballs, he snowboards, he does martial arts, and he's a dance. He knows dance and he teaches it. It's it's kind of just crazy. So I guess we'll like kind of just get into it. Um, you you snowboard. So tell me about snowboarding. How did you get into that? Like you said, you recently kind of got into it. Yeah, it's kind of new. So I I went I went once when I was a kid. There, like I was like thirteen or whatever. But uh, my cousin. He, he went up. He went up for the first time in years, I think. You okay. I mean? Yep, yeah, you're good. Um, years, and he, he was like, he fell in love. My cousin did, and he was just like, dude, dude, you gotta go, we gotta go. And I was like, yeah, dude, I love snowboarding. You know, I'd gone once or twice the year prior, and uh, we both went up there, and we just sat, we, we sat up at the top of the mountain, and we just, like, looked out, we're like, yeah, this this is what we're, what we're gonna do. We're like, <laughs> we're yeah, gonna definitely. be doing this. And so, like, it was only last year we like heavily got into it okay like it like before last year i'd gone maybe three times in my life okay yeah but since last year i've probably gone nearly a hundred oh wow. mountain trips like it went heavy like sleeping in my car up at the mountain just yeah. to get extra days riding like wow like yeah and i, I have a drive a small micro Nissan yeah. micro like <laughs> little tiny car fold all the seats down pocket full of match stick like blankets this oh thick, just so you don't just, like oh, up. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> and trying to oh trying to stay dry too like inside the car like it's oh like, you need a full day of riding right you're yeah just, so you're just soaked you're soaked you're all that all that it's cold out it's dark and you're like trying to like all right time to get into the car he had a nice he's a jeep patriot or chariot oh, or whatever yeah yeah he's got room for days he's got, he's got luxury he's got, right? he's got yeah. a roof rack up there you know stuff i'm like huddled in my car i got my i got like everything like huddled in the front seat and I'm huddling back, but oh, I, I leave my car cranked on heat for a long time. I don't think you're supposed to do that, but when it's like, but when you, when it's cold, when then it's you cold, gotta you stay. Ju- you just you don't care. No, you, you gotta, gotta stay warm, <laughs> gotta right? Stay right? warm. Yeah, so that was fun. I fell in love going up to Mount Kane. That's a magical place. Okay. It's a very small mountain. Okay. It's like Whistler, it's not Whistler. Uh, Washington is where everyone goes. It's like yeah. packed. It's busy all the time. Yeah. Mount Kane's like this very, very local. Like every everyone knows each other on a first name basis type. Oh, okay, cool. It's super small. So it's like, way better. Oh yeah, way nicer. They don't have a they have a T bar lift. Yeah. But the place is just like awesome. Okay. Like you can see for miles, like it's Mount Kane and Mount Abel's right beside it. Like, um, no, I go up there for my birthday. Cause it's just, it's just sick. Okay, so then you do like. And you just ride down the mountains, or are you doing tricks as well? Like we're trying to do tricks. Okay, okay. So I'm not, I'm not saying I'm any good because uh, I just started. Like I said, I just started last year. I think I hit my I hit my first three. Nice. At the end of last year, like my last like two days up there, I landed that, which was huge. I ate it so many times. Oh, of course. Oh, you gotta, right? We record the whole thing. You got to see the bloopers reel. Like I've got tomahawks in there, <laughs> scorpions, face plants, like just eating it down the mountain. Yeah. But uh, no, we got it. We got. I got the three. He got the threes. Nice. Um, this year we're gonna go for a backflip. Ooh, we're going in a nice backflip. All right. I don't want right. to get super crazy in snowboarding. I just want to be able to like, like, to like enjoy yourself. Enjoy, enjoy it, and it be smooth. I don't want it to be hard to land a three sixty. I'm not gonna try and go for them seven twenty corkscrew triple yeah, flip like totally. nonsense Red Bull stuff. But I would, I would like to be able to do like a huge three sixty. Like slow rotating 360 yeah, yeah. on a huge XL feature or like just off a huge lip somewhere in the mountain and just like the video like because I like recording that's like huge part of the whole snowboarding is like the great footage you get from it totally and I'd love to just get that slow motion rotation without editing like it's just a slow motion rotation like where you see the whole mountain front and back oh like, that, I can I can like just picture shot. it like, now dude oh. I, beautiful shot like you need like um. All the angles because we got drone footage. We take we get the drones to follow us okay. down the mountain. We've got we've got selfie sticks, head cams. I was yeah I was gonna, um, I was gonna ask about that. Like so like do you find it pretty like you uh, so like what are you using to record them? Because I mean obviously if you're falling a lot you must be not worried about breaking the cameras or anything. We got protective cases on them. That yeah. is definitely for sure. I got a big thick case. Smart, on mine. very smart. Um, recording was a whole nother issue. Like trying to figure out how to get like what angles to use, like where to place the cameras, like even the head mounts, like two up, two down. Like, and yeah, you don't see anything. Like, yeah, it's like so we're watching lots of videos to to try and like like what are these pro? What are the pros using to get these best shots? You know, definitely. So, like that was a struggle. Like following someone on a snowboard is actually I didn't think it was going to be difficult, but like trying, <laughs> <laughs> trying like you're ripping through the trees and you're 
you're trying not to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you do a train, but you're also trying to hook your homie up, make sure you get a good shot of him, because, like, there's nothing worse than it's like, dude, that was the craziest trick. I'm like, yeah. About that. Like, Literally I totally though. missed it. Just, like, it'll be like, you're on him, and then, like, doop, did the trick. Whoops. Yeah, like, <laughs> totally, right? Like, it would just be brutal, like, just to... It's like it's always like when I find like when I'm vlogging, I turn the camera off, and then something hilarious happens, and I'm like, always. "Are you serious? Like this? Of course it happens now." And then it's just but it's like whatever. Like, you know, I'm thinking of just like leaving things on twenty four. Like if I'm going on a trip, I'm thinking about just having one setup to always be on. Man, you just have to be, you have to be there for the battery rotation though. Oh, we got batteries for days. <laughs> we got batteries for days, man. We got packs and charger packs. Okay, okay. Because yeah, you only get like an hour or two out of like one. I think if it's on constantly. Constant, yeah, I think. And so. when you're up there for hours and, and it, hours, the cold definitely would affect it, wouldn't it? I think it does. Yeah. I just know we have a bunch of batteries. So, Perfect. So, so yeah, who cares? Try not to worry. We don't worry about that. The drones, we got a few batteries. We got about five batteries for the drones. So then, like, when you're doing, like, drone shots, is there someone kind of just, like, standing somewhere and following him with said drone? Or There's... Is... So I run the Phantom 3. Okay. Um, I don't have it modded quite yet to do the auto-follow. Yeah. So when we're using that one, I'm, I have to fly it, and I fly it to follow. Okay. But he runs the Mavic Pro, I think it's called. But uh, it's, got a, it's got a pretty good built-in auto-follow. Okay. So we just send it up. 100 feet or whatever 50 feet and um it just follows us down the mountain so how does it like how does it know to like follow you guys it's got a, it's got targeting software it's got a tar- okay. like algorithm for it that it like you highlight you on because we got it on our phone screens and you highlight like this is the target we want to follow okay and it does a bunch of things it makes a bunch of sounds and then <laughs> and then we send it up and it'll hover at whatever point you can program it for like routes if you want okay like if you know you're gonna go you're turning here 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 and yeah. here you can program it to sit at 25 feet looking this direction for this amount of distance okay. to go back up switch around pan and you can program it to do that oh, man. that's gotta be like that would be so t- I mean it'd be cool but it'd be so yeah. tedious no idea how to do that well, not, that and like, not even a clue. <laughs> how often are you like, I gotta hit this route and then like get back up the mountain super fast, hit it again. Like yeah, and like most most of these routes we're take like, but like the routes we're taking right now, it's kind of just like we want to hit that spot. However, we get there. Pretty much right, right? Like it's we don't we're not doing anything super crazy. Like I know when you're doing like peak drops, you plan your route out for hours. Yeah, knowing exactly where you're going up because it's very dangerous, obviously. So you're planning like, hey, I'm hitting this. I know I can hit this safely. Blah blah. blah. And you stare at the roof for hours and hours. But when you're just up at like Whistler or Washington or whatever, where it's just more super casual. Where you casual? We're not doing like so we're new. We're kind of new to it. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, we got balls sometimes. Some stuff. I think <laughs> going on. We, we say that, and then you watch another guy on YouTube, and he's just like, yeah. Yeah, he just makes it like look so easy. Yeah, like, why like, can't I do he just that? dropped like fifty feet, man, and did two backflips. <laughs> like that's and like then you would go to do it, and you're like, I yeah, know you. No. Oh, I know you stand over something. It's funny the jump always looks bigger when you're on top of it. Hundred percent. Like we're looking, we'll look at something on the way up the lift, or like just like as we pass, like oh, we're gonna hit that. And we rip up, we're ripping up to it. And we just like power stop. Wow, yeah, like, like just nope. <laughs> <look> over. <laughs> You sure about this, man? Like, <laughs> you sure we go do this? I don't want to die. Yeah, like you know, I wanted to go home without a broken leg today. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah my buddy he actually broke his back last season. Really? Yeah, re- it really bad, but the best case scenario for a broken back. Like he's already oh with, okay within, yeah, within the season he was able to ride again. Oh wow! Nothing crazy. Like it was just and, more like and it was it was it was um the doctor was like maybe don't ride but you can. Like, the doctor gave him, like, the okay to ride. He So we got a couple runs. And just cruising, no jumping, no... Yeah, like, just, like, a, like a, just, a nice speed. Just a nice green run speed going down the mountain. Nothing crazy. But, yeah, no, he broke his... Straight up broke his back. Like That's oh, that was terrifying. Rough, like, rough. He still feels it. Um, off something really dumb, too. Like, it's like something he'd done 12 times that day. Yeah, and it was just, like, he just hit it wrong. He hit it wrong and yeah. landed bad and just smacked out right on the mountain mm-hmm. by himself, too. It was, Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was it. Was rough, but he's riding. He's too. He's passionate. He's, I mean, that's how you know you're driven, right? When yeah, you're like, yeah. When life literally kicks you down. It's like, yeah, nice try. And then you're yeah, like, it's like literally like sitting there with a broken back. Like I need to be back there. I need to be back there. Yeah. Like, as he's like wincing in pain, 
wanting to go back and do what broke his back. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, man. That's that's yes. great. Yeah, so that's that's super fun. But all the editing for that is ridiculous too. Yeah, like the B rolls or like just like just like you know making sure that that like I guess everything kind of flows. Transitions, there. flows, music, like yeah. picking the right tracks, so, what you're doing. It's just it's a lot of work. Big learning experience. Yeah, learning it's curve. it's cool to learn though. Like I like it, and then but it's like then you do it, and then you're like. Then there's like almost there's there's days where I'm editing and then like the slightest thing distracts me I'm like, oh nice and was I'm like a, was that a B buzzing yeah like, <laughs> and I'm like no no you have to focus focus slap <laughs> pretty much man okay uh so then uh, like around snowboarding uh, dirt like when you're not snowboarding you like to paintball yes that is the goal right now we are not so much this summer trying to save up for next snowboarding season I'm getting okay. I'm getting fully equipped I was riding with a board. Like thirty inches too small for me. Oh wow! Like, okay. Up to my chest, like like yeah, like, like it's, it's it's supposed to be like here to here kind of on you, and it was okay. It was a kid size board, but I didn't know anything else. I of got course, it, right? I got yeah. it from free from some uh, sports skiing swap they had, and they're like you want this for free? I said sure. Using a friend's bindings, using a friend's boots, you know. Yeah, like you're just like, kind of putting it all together. Putting it all just just. I'm surprised they did anything at all on that. Like to be honest, like the, the bindings were old, boots were like six seasons should have been in the garbage oh my gosh um yeah i so many issues i had like getting drudged down in like slush or snow like totally coming to a dead stop on yeah. this board like like dead stop like my foot overhung from it like dragging <laughs> like i'm trying to go off jumps on this too like, yeah and i'm thinking like not even a problem because it's all i knew yeah because you're like I, you don't know any better i don't right? know any better yeah. so all, like, my cousin was the one he's like dude you need to like get some real crap going on here because all your problems is that's why <laughs> like, like all your issues like okay, okay so i'm getting getting set up this year so maybe a little less paintball okay paintball's also quite pricey yeah like you were telling me like the uh with the new the, bullets the first strike the first strike like dollar around almost yeah so and that's that's expensive right very like expensive uh so then you're also saying like you you like you film the paintball experience so do you do kind of a similar yes similar similar outtake which what's really awesome about paintball because a lot of people or a lot of videos that we were watching it was it's all very first person okay which is yeah. sick There's yeah really of course sick like some people are doing like the call it call it markers on when they get hits. oh like, yeah yeah so like and they add the sound effects from oh, call of duty yeah. when they get the shot like doing really cool shots but because we were always a pair, like a duo. Yeah, you and your buddy. We get we get a third person look. Okay. So you don't like you would see him making that run like a move. You can make a movie about out of it. Yeah. Deal. So it's not all first person. So I we dedicate like I'd actually follow him if he's going to go on a run. I try and without getting shot. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm in jeopardy too. Pretty much. You get the third, so you can swap between third and f- the third and first person view. Which yeah, was, so. Which was really cool. Super awesome. So then you guys, you guys had each one had like whatever? Like yeah, we each have a head cam. Sometimes we'd stick a gun cam. The gun cams aren't, aren't as efficient because a lot of times you got your gun pointed down. Like you should have your gun pointed up all the time, but let's get real. Yeah, like <laughs> you never know when like somebody comes just going to jump out of the bush and you'll be like, Oh no! Yeah, it exactly. takes three seconds to like just yeah, to get ready, right? It's, like it's, so, it's it's very hard to consciously. Oh, and plus, since we switched to pistols, yes, you can't really. You don't really want to stick. There's them. yeah, because I mean, it's gonna basically block your iron sights and like or yeah, just like it just it's no room, no room. That's no right. Room. Yeah. Um. So in the head, the head mounts better. Like there's the little sessions. Yeah. Fit inside the mask. Ooh, cool. Which is really sick, and it's um, um, a group we follow. They call it. Uh, Eye of the Assassin or something because it right. sits right in between the eyes the little session so it's like it's really what because a lot of times the side mount you, you miss what's going on over here yeah up here it's just really high up and people shoot your camera yeah because they're like oh there's someone right there and then next thing you know pff, yeah, there's exactly. paint all over the like, camera especially like if it's a big big hunkin like the GoPro 3 or something like yeah. that it sticks up it's bright and silver totally and right everyone can see it <laughs> yeah and then they're like oh there's Brandon and then they're just like Start shooting at you. Oh, like, yeah, and then they can pin a name to you. That's GoPro guy. Yeah, exactly, right? He and thinks then, he's good. We're going to shoot him. Oh, you get a lot of that. If you if you come out with your own gear and you're recording, people think you already got... People think you got, like, an ego trip going on. 
So then they just hunt you. Oh, eh? and there's a lot of people that's like they'll they'll hunt you. They or they feel super proud when they shoot you. <laughs> they're just like, hey, I got you. You thought you were good. I'm like, no, man. No, I'm thousands of balls flying around. I'm gonna get hit. I'm not, I'm not like Arnold Schwarzenegger here, John Wick. Like, <laughs> yeah, like literally, right? Like, <laughs> just trying to make a cool video. Have some just, fun. Yeah, exactly. I just want. I'm just doing something for fun. Like, why don't you get a camera, man? You're just jealous. <laughs> <laughs> literally. Um. So then, so like, what kind of drove you into paintball? Paintball. Which, what got me into paintball is uh, we went camping. We would go camping, and our dad, our dads, um, thought it'd be really fun to give us all crap little paintball guns and let us run in the woods while they shot us. <laughs> they thought that was fair real, enough. They thought that was a real fun pastime while they were camping. Every morning they wake us up at like six a.m., five thirty, six no a.m. <laughs> literally come in our bed. Wake up! Wake up! Time to go. And I mean, really want to go? We're like camping. We've been up all night. Like, you know? literally, like, like we're like like eight five to eight, you know, or whatever age we were. It was very young and dragging us out of bed. We're like, oh, we don't even want to do this. Of course, they had unreal setups, you know. They had fully, oh, yeah. fully automatic s- triggers. They had the intercom systems, expensive masks that didn't fog, like air tanks. So oh, just, just the worst, just, right? They, they gave us the these nice. little, like, renter, renter crap guns <laughs> and, like, we're kids and they... Wiped you know, us. they wiped the floor. Of us. course, like, right? <laughs> they're adults, you know. They're like under ten years old, just like. So yeah, they thought, and I can imagine when I have a, if I have kids one day, you know, like do this exact it's, same it's thing. It's basically like an initiation. Oh, right? it's like, like yeah, I go out camping, get a camera for you. Oh, you got some sons? Oh yeah, here. Is, you want to dress them up with some paintball gear and you'll let them run the woods and shoot our kids? Like yes, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yes, let's shoot our kids. <laughs> So um, that started. That's uh, what kind of got us into it. Okay. And that's half the reason why. Well, that's the reason why I have all this gear now is because I've been collecting. Yeah. Piece by piece. Yeah. By piece. I didn't just go blow three thousand dollars on a, all new stuff. I'm. I've literally been building it. You for, just look. At, you pay attention to the swapping shops or like. Oh you know, yeah. Like, Deal I, hunting. I've made. Yeah. Um, we were sponsored at one point, so like we got deals on on equipment. Oh sweet. So like we'd go into um, some of the pawn stores down there, and they used to hook us up for really cheap. Sometimes give they give us free gear or money, perfect money, money towards like an event or something like that. So like that really helped out a lot. Definitely um, right. Plus I gave them so much money. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> to buy this equipment, yeah, 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 um, yeah, all that stuff. The mags are like fifty bucks a mag, and you gotta have like ten mags. Especially and, if you're running with a pistol, right? Because you gotta have it like. Prime and ready because I mean, want to make sure it's gonna work. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> like, there's nothing worse than like you know having two magazines and then you you use both and you're like one, two. Oh, yeah, like you, you don't got time. I get it's over. Oh yeah, I got real good at like speed reloading. I had these little tubes that held the amount that the mag held. Oh yeah. So you just like pop it down. You can just pour it in there really quick. But still, you don't. Sometimes there's no time for that. No, you always you, no you have time that. to drop it and reload. Like it was a learning. It was a learning process switching to pistols. Mag, switching to mag fed because with a hopper you you got 200 shots and you got pods you can shoot as you're refilling yeah right mag fed is not like that it was a lot more realistic experiences for sure like you got mag you got to count mag you got to count your shots literally um i used to have a gun i cut out a strip customized so you could see how many shots oh yeah yeah that gun got stolen that was nice sad christmas time so i'm broken in my truck and stole. <sighs> i had a bunch of gifts hiding in there and uh literally just like jacked my paintball gun, took my guitar. Man, that's brutal. Oh yeah, it was. It, but I had two. I was going for dual pistols. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Because that I thought that would be cool. But I Kimbo, you know, like a Kimbo. Like, yeah. Dual. Like. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was gonna say yeah. the guy. One of the guys uh, we follow. His name's Kimbo. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, wait, you know Kimbo? <laughs> He's a person to me. Fair enough. <laughs> um. So then, like, why did you decide to switch to Magfin? Um. Realism. Oh yeah, okay. It was cool. I wanted to like my dream was like close quarter combat. I wanted to do like like SWAT style. Yeah. Building clearing. Okay. Type like I wanted to go into like like a building setup for it. Where yeah. It was close quarter combat. And like your ta- targets yeah, would come yeah, out. Yeah. Five five on five, like SWAT team versus SWAT team. That'd be cool. CQC. That that was like that was kind so of the goal. Kind of like Rainbow Six Siege. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah. Rainbow Six Siege. Hard to find. They got one in Vancouver. Um, because we've been, I've been playing bush ball my whole life. Yeah. But I remember when I, cause like I was me and my buddy where we would like look up tactics, like how do SWAT clear buildings? How do the military clear buildings? Yeah. How, how are, how are the professionals with lives on their lines doing this stuff? Can we bring it over to paintball? Totally. And 100% is effective. Of course you can. Um, 
But yeah, when we went over to the Vancouver field, that was fun. It was just like all of our training, like what we've been practicing. Because there's no CQC fields here. They got like no. they got a couple like two by fours up that can replicate kind of a CQC field. But like they got one in Van where it's like two story buildings and it's all indoor. That's hype. And oh, I f- it was kid in the candy shop. Like literally, I just, I just lit up. I I don't even think I got shot that day. Like just, <laughs> you're just like so fired up. Oh, like, I was so fired boom. up. Like as soon as that go bell went, like I was just literally just running circles around that whole place, just like clearing sh- sh- it. Sh- just clearing it out. Oh, it was a blast. Um, I had to fight my buddy too. They split us up. Oh yeah, so that's fun. With seeing him on the field, it's like, ooh, like yeah. it's always it's always different when you see your friend like against you, right? Because then it's like it like ups the ante like that much. Oh wait, and we're cousins. E- exactly right. So it's like even we got that brother rivalry going on still. We both know what each other are capable of. So like we play our best when we're fighting against each other. Hundred percent because like you don't want to be like next thing you know they're like ha I beat you that time and then you'll never hear the end of it until you beat them which. Like, for, like, a kind of event like that, you don't know how often you're going to get to do that. Exactly. Right? Like, I want to be the one on top. Exactly. And plus, I'm not going to make the the mistake of underestimating him. 100%. Because I know it's because he's phenomenal. He's one of the best players I've ever seen. Like, like of course, I'm going to say that. But he is he is a phenomenal player. Like, absolutely phenomenal. Totally. So, I need to be... at For, for, for all I know, he's not going to go easy on me. Yeah. He's going to be like, oh, haha, Brandon, I'm just going to take you out just for the fun of it. So, I need to be on my A game. And he's thinking the exact same thing. Definitely. And so like we we literally go zero to a hundred like as soon as <laughs> as soon as we see each other like there is there was one of the best games we ever played. We were out in the bush, but like we ended up seeing we were the last two on the field and okay. everyone's watching. And uh, as soon as we saw each other, just just pop 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 pop. We're like full sprint through the woods, <laughs> shooting at each other, diving behind diving behind like trees over stumps like going oh like, going, going just, way too extreme like way <laughs> too extreme it's as if we were going to die yeah like how hard we were taking it even the guys watching were like holy crap like what like, are they doing like they're going insane. so hard so insane <laughs> it scared them a little bit um it was a draw at the end of it which was the coolest thing that it was a draw at the end of it but like what happened is um um i can't remember who was on the on which way but someone jumped over a stump and turned around to shoot no. the other guy coming jumping over it. No. And so way. we both launched like I came it was either him or me came launching over the stump shooting down on him as he was I was back shooting up at me and we just lit each other up and we're like fucking shook hands after that. I'm like That's I don't know who shot who yeah. first. Like couldn't even see it on the camera. Like we just most epic fight I've ever been in in my life. Oh my like God. Not Ted, like <laughs> we'd have both been dead in real life. Like, oh, like yeah. it would have been a draw, both up in heaven, like, wow, good fight. Like, <laughs> like literally, like, oh my gosh. Like I can like picture that in my head, like the slow motion, like Yeah, just just like both bullets mutually leaving at the same <laughs> time and then just just getting lit up. Oh, we were using first strike too. Oh my god. They do sting a little bit more, but you know. I mean they, it makes sense because they're more like they, a, they got a like they got a plastic tip a, a plastic backing. Yeah. Them. Okay. But um, it's a it's a light. You're not getting shot fifty times like a speedball gun. Like it's like yeah. one little sting. Like you're dark. like ah. yeah, it's one shot as opposed to fifty. And shots. plus, you have the gear on too, so it's not like you're not like we're like you know how we're in shorts and someone just walks up to us and shoots us and like which leg. I have had many times. Sometimes <laughs> there's days that are too hot and you're lazy. You just want to get a quick one out there. Sometimes you regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, because you're like, can you have these welts and Dude, then inner thigh shots, <sighs> inner thigh shots. Terrible. Next shots. I had one back here. Guy, uh, that was a, that shot me. I was in an argument with a teammate for that one, and uh, I was like, they're gonna run up and kill me if I don't move. They're like, no, you have to stay there. And as I was arguing with him about Boom. them running up to kill me, they ran up, and from like this far away, like a foot, of, not even a foot away, shot me right in the soft spot behind the ear. Oh my god! And uh, that was a, that was <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that was a sting. Like, like you even flicked that. Ear, yeah, I was like, gonna say like, like you like, put a little pressure, and you're like yeah. that's uncomfortable. Oh, like I probably still have a welt or a scar there. <laughs> um, oh man, that was a bad one. I was I was so mad. Like, this is your fault, man. I was yeah, like, my friend was like, if I had to move, this wouldn't happen. But that's what it is. What it is. It is. Yeah, it's the game of paintball. You can't ever get mad about getting. No shots. You're going out there to get shot. Is literally what you're doing. Like, you're, you're, <laughs> like exactly. You're literally, it's it's just team deathmatch. Like it's, it's like team death. You, you go if you're going out there to not get hit. You're an idiot, or you're really, really, really good. Yeah, but I mean, 
we'll, we'll go with the first one because I mean, <laughs> yeah, like, how often are like you know I I'm sure like I've never seen you play, but I can I believe you're a good player. But I mean, like even then, your teammates distract you for that split, split second. second. Oh, and dude, then, I get I'm I like to think I am really good, but I get shot all the time. Yeah, like I get shot all. It just happens, and like and because it's a game, you do the dumb stuff. It's like I'm gonna run right into this and get as many people as I can before I get hit like you do things like that because like, you're like oh it's, it's like it's like when you're thinking like Call of Duty style like, yeah, like I can I can do this be a sacrifice you gotta you gotta be the battering ram you just go in there two guns drawn dot 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 going yeah. nuts to get lit up and, and then, then you know rushes in because like you get lit up by like four guys as they just like destroy you <laughs> and you're like okay like I've been hit like stop oh yeah oh there's some battle because like because <laughs> I, I play, like, the ninja-style class, like, the assassin, the, yeah. the guy hide, like, sneaking up. Like, I, I do close, a lot of close-quarter shots. Like, I'll be this far away from you. I'll either tag you out or I'll, depending on who you are. If you're a renter, I'll probably go for the tag out just to be... Is that, so tagging out is, like, when you just kick Like, you put your barrel to them, like, you're out, buddy. Like, oh, okay, it's, yeah. It's basically like a knife kill. Oh, okay, okay. Um, sometimes, you don't have to think that's scary about that is you don't have to surrender. To a tag, so you can like legit just so turn you, around. You could. I know some people that have knocked your gun out of the way and shot you. Um, it's it's kind of annoying because like you're given the benefit of the doubt. With renters, it can be scary because they get they're so scared they're they're not used to playing a lot, so their adrenaline's going and they'll just turn around and unload on you. So, but that's happened. Yeah, I remember I walked up on I I I don't even know how it happened, but I managed to sneak up behind their entire team. And I was just I was just standing there like not even trying to hide at this point because I was like in their base yeah standing there and I was like well this is interesting there's one two three four five six I was like there's more guys here than I have bullets in my ramp clip <laughs> <laughs> I was like let's just go for it you know took out as many guys as I could and they all jumped so much like they literally jumped like a cat launched turn around <laughs> and just like unloaded on just pop 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 and like I said I'm standing out in the open it's not like yeah, they not were like... they were hitting me there was no, no no doubt about that they were all hitting me and just like I had to have gotten nearly 200 shots in that, oh my that moment just like gah, 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 yelling at them like effing stop like, like literally. I, am, I am out <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, they just, like, freaked out and just kept pulling the trigger, pulling just the trigger. Just so, like, Some nervous. of them had speedball guns, too, so it was, like, head to toe. Like, I, I definitely had to clean my gear after that. Like, head to toe, covered in paint. I was upset, but I got it. I understood it the same. I was like, guys, like, they apologize. They se- totally. severely apologized that. They're like, man, you just scared, like, everyone is over there. <laughs> like, how did you even get here? I was like, I don't even know, dude. Like, I'm, just- <laughs> I'm going, I can't <laughs> see out of my mask. I'm blind. Like, <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, so this will be part of the show called the motivational moment. Okay. Um, so, Grant, how would you describe your passion in five words or less? Constant growth of one's self. Was that? Yeah, that's five. Was that five? Yeah, perfect. Boom, that was it. <laughs> okay, so, so why did you choose those? Because everything I do, I want to not just not, not be like the best at, but I'd be the best I can be at it. Totally. So whatever plateau, whatever bar it is, whether it be the snowboarding, the paintballing, the just the, the athletics, the martial arts, climbing, I want to get better. I want to always be at my best, always be at 100%. my peak, hit my plateau, and then move past that. Um, I've been doing that since I was a kid. Always like this weird drive, just like I want to go one hundred and ten percent. Definitely, man. Like, and that causes you to grow. Yeah, like, it, like that's you give it one hundred percent every time. You're you're constantly improving, and I want to. I don't want to. I don't want to go backwards. Yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to do something like, like hit your high score and then never be able to hit that high score again. Yeah, like you definitely want to look at it and be like, okay, how am I going to beat that? How am I going to be better? And that's it. Doesn't have to be like a a best trick type thing, but even like the effort level you put out. Yeah. I don't ever want to be able to not give my hundred percent. Yeah, like yeah, like, definitely. Like you never want to go into something and like, you you can already tell when you don't like it because if, if you go in and you're just like. All right, let's do this. And you're, and you're, you know, you're really not obviously not giving a hundred percent. Like, there's no energy, there's no nothing. Like, there's no, there's no, um, no heart, no heart. Yeah. Um, like in weightlifting, I had a teacher. Excuse me, uh, Phil. I think it's Phil Olson, maybe. He was a um, an ex Olympic gold medalist for javelin toss. He was a teacher. Oh, wow. Teacher at Woodlands. Okay. Um, for the weight for gym and weight room. And I was lucky enough to have him in the way he uh, he ended up tearing a bunch of stuff in his arm or something like that. So oh, he couldn't so, he had to so he went to bodybuilding instead. 
and this guy, man, it was an absolute honor being trained by him because, like, he was the type of guy, like, screaming in your face, you can do it. That's like, awesome. Like, screaming, and, like, I mean, screaming in your face, you got another one in you, you can give it, you can give it yeah. your all, you got one more, you got one more, and ten more later, you're like, holy crap, I was done ten, ten, yeah. ten reps ago, yeah. I was done. And then he, he like, he loved it. He loved, he lived for that. Like that's what he wanted. He wanted. He was pushing kids to their absolute limit, and then some. Yeah, totally. I, I love that. And he had a hand. There was a handful of kids because there's always you know gym in high school. Oh yeah. There's, there's, there's kids, always those kids. Kids that, sitting on their phone on the treadmill the whole time. Yeah, there's the ones not, that just don't care. Who don't care? But then there's a the handful of kids that are actually there to be there, and he found those kids and yeah. he pushed them to their absolute limit. And that like that was huge for me. I took weightlifting a little too seriously. Um, you can never take it too seriously, right? <laughs> I, like when I did chin ups, I loved the chin up bar calisthenics type. Okay, yeah, like yep. I did free weights. I never liked machines because I felt restricted. There's there's micro muscles in there yep. for balance that are really oh, the that are muscles? really yeah. important for proper building. And like I wanted um, applicable muscle. Totally. You know, not I didn't just want to look good. It wasn't about looking good. It's I about being strong. Being strong. I want to be able to more easily pick up that heavy box. More easily like push something off me if I'm stuck in a situation. Totally. Like, like not. I don't just want to have a big buff chest. Like that wasn't what it was about. Yeah. Um. So like when it came to chin ups, I used to literally imagine a pit of alligators. Oh yeah. Under, okay. Underneath me, and it's, I used I tell myself like you're gonna die if you don't pull yourself up off off this ledge. And that's that was the every every way until I died. Yeah, until, until you finally fell until off. Until I finally fell off and died. Like that was every session, every rep, every session was was to that extreme. That's good though. I mean, like you're pushing yourself past what you like what you thought you were capable of, and then you're like, oh wow. And then now you have to push yourself past that, and you just keep just keep, keep going, going. That's like I was the, I was the little guy in there lifting weights. Like probably like I shouldn't have been able to with my muscle mass, like. Um, he used to call it, he said it was t- your tenant strength that wasn't your mass of the muscle. Okay. My, my muscle's like this big. So yeah. It's not about the muscle. It was 100% brain. Like, yep. like Because you got, guy, like, you got guys lifting cars. You got 12-year-old kids lifting cars off of their dying parent. Yeah. That is a real thing. So obviously our bodies are capable of it because there's a governor in the brain, which I did a lot of like looking into because I noticed there's, like, there's a guy named Wim Hof. Okay. I, the Iceman. Yeah. He can sit in Atlantic ice temperatures or whatever and raise his core temperature. He gets warmer. He can sit in a bath full of ice and melt the ice around him because he's his core temperature is rising. That's crazy. They can, they can inject like enzymes into him yeah. and he can, with thought, break down those enzymes and make them dissipate. That's insane. The, and I was like, okay, these things, if these things are possible, and I looked up at the... Um, I was like, what are the monks doing up in Tibet? Totally. For 90 years, sitting on their rocks, meditating. What are they doing? They're not just sitting there. Like, they have to be doing... There's, there's got to be some sort of, like, goal. There's got to be something they're achieving. Yeah. They're not just that, like, like unmotivated to not do... To just sit up there. And, like, yeah. and you realize when you try and sit down and meditate for that long, that oh. it, how much, like, motivation and energy and just drive that takes to do that. So I... I looked. I looked into that, and weightlifting was one of the things that started started that for me because I want to see what are what are the body actually capable of. Totally. Um, there's kids lifting cars up. There's guys that can just like you can inject a disease into him, and his body with thought will just push it. Just push it out and yeah. raise it. Raises core temperature. Like he can, like he froze his eyeballs underwater once. Like they they froze because he was he was diving under an iceberg. Okay. Not an iceberg, but, but like, like a, a lake ice. Yeah. Sheet. And he was supposed to go down and go up at this hole, but he overshot it by nearly 100 meters and missed. And his retinas froze. Oh, my God. And he was blind for, like, 20 minutes. Like, he couldn't, like, his eyeballs froze. And he, he, he managed to do that. I was like, hey, so there's these people doing this. You got monks that are, like, beating their heads off concrete walls, like, yeah. and being totally okay. So what is this about? So, yeah, I looked into that, and it's like these little governor in your brain that, that tells you to stop always, you know? And I was like, okay, let's... Let's push this governor. Let's push this governor. Definitely. Like how far? How far can we? How can we take this? And like, how how deep does that even go into the body? Like, can I? If I get a cut, can I heal it with my brain? My body's healing it. Yeah. My like, body is literally healing that cut. Can I control that? Maybe make it go a little bit faster. Right. Right. So I was trying to look into that, and that was extremely fun. Yeah, I was gonna say that must have been like quite the like a rabbit hole to like kind of just dive into. You right? know, I, I I sacrificed the last two years of high school. 
to it. Oh really? Oh yeah, I um, I stopped hanging out with people. I just kind of, like I became, learning I, it. I became kind of a loner, and I went off into my bedroom, got on like YouTube, started looking up people like this, like these Shaolin monks that are like doing the most phenomenal stuff. This Wim Hof guy blew my mind. Right. Um, and looking at like these chi energy worker, workers, and I got on like that hippie chakra stuff, what they call it, but it's not. I know what you're talking about. It's not about. just like chakra. There are there are actual energy pools going through your body, you know, and like that that is a real thing. It's measurable now. Yeah. Uh, people are measuring these things, and like when you got guys like Wim Hof saying, "Yeah, I'm working with my chakra," and he's able to do all these amazing feats, you got to give him like you got to give him something. Right? Like, he's now credited by the scientific community because back 30 years ago, 40 years ago, when he was doing this, he probably get laughed. He was laughing stock. Yeah, totally right. And now tests are able to verify what he's doing, and so it's like giving a lot of that group more merit because of this guy, which is awesome. That's cool. So yeah, I went I went into that rabbit hole. I was meditating for sometimes 10 hours a day. <laughs> Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, this is crazy amounts. Eh? Crazy amounts, but the place like, but the thing about it, when you say like, you say ten hours, like I was doing, it was never ten. The most I did at once was about six, seven hours at once. Okay. Um, but it didn't feel like six, seven hours. I'm telling you, like I went into it, and what got me out of it was I heard a phone ring. My phone went off. Oh yeah, okay. And um, to me, I thought I'd been in there for like tw- 10, 20 minutes. It'd been like hours. It had been hours hours just inside my body like so what i was trying to do is i was trying to like like have you ever get like the the, the shivers you know like the, the shivers that go up through your oh yeah body, like those tingles feeling yeah i was trying to like manually control those okay like, but inside like i was trying to move yeah move energy through me and try, i was like feeling it like hot hot pockets because i wanted to i wanted to get warmer totally when hot guys like you can sit in an ice bath and get hot i was trying to do stuff like that so i was trying to control like i was i was lowering like controlling my heart rate I got really good at that, like dropping it right down to like 50 beats. Nice. Um, like manually, I'd sit there. So I was working with my heartbeat. I was moving these energies around and like for hours, you know, in, in zero, zero thought space, um, the silent mind, what they call Zen, you know, you're in, you're in like, you're in real time thought. There's no, yeah. there's no conscious. Cause when you have a conscious thought, there's a delay to the action. Right. Cause when you move, that's a subconscious movement, right? Um, because if you think you're going to move and then you move, like there, there's that delay. When you're in that, that Zen space, it is, it is a zero time space. So you're not thinking what you think about happens kind of deal. Right. Okay. Um, okay. Because you live, you're, you've stepped into the observer subconscious space. And so like you're doing these things, you're not aware of temperatures on the outside. You're not aware of like, like things going on. It was completely silent. Um, and so you're, yeah, you're completely in this space. Like I was completely inside my own body. I was hearing things that like, just like feeling things going on. It was crazy. You know, yeah. I could feel the blood running through the veins if I wanted to. Right. Like I could control, I can totally, could totally isolate like sensations or feelings or movements or like little like things going on inside the, like the lungs, you know, I could isolate that or I could completely stop thinking about breathing and make that completely subconscious. Hmm. Um, That's insane, man. Yeah, but hours in and then it was, um, that phone call and took like, me out and I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, whoa, that was, that was a really good session, you know, and I picked up the phone, it was hours later, I was like, whoa, like, <laughs> what just happened? That was my first real, like, heavy, heavy zen med- moment, heavy zen moment, like, because I, I was lucky when it came to meditation for me, I think I picked it up easier because my dad, my dad's a martial artist. Oh, yeah, yes, that's yeah, where, that's, you're where saying, I, that's where I picked it up from. Makes sense. Uh, so, like, what kind of martial arts before we go on? Um... Oh, there's a bunch of Chinese names, Baji Chen. Okay. Like the Chinese names. I don't even. I don't even know them. Like it was never really any official training. Oh, okay. Um, at a dojo, it was mostly my most my father because he was a master. Yeah. Um, studied in Asia for nearly nearly two decades. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Like and he'd been training since he was like six. Yeah. So he is that guy. But uh, yeah, when I was a kid, he used to he he um planted the seed in the idea of meditation to me. Okay. Yep. Well, I remember being four years old, him sitting me in the living room, having me do that, like, um, like a talk through meditation. He was talking my brain into a lower state, okay, a more calm state, like yeah. trying to teach me the concept of silent mind. Because if you've ever tried to not think, you're gonna be thinking about not you're thinking. thinking about nothing. You, your brain races. You you yeah. hear a buzz, all of a sudden, like oh, buzzing bees, flies, wasps, like everything shoots forward. It's like, yeah. Um, but he planted that little seed really early. You know, I didn't know what it was back then. Like, I didn't know yeah, you kind of like you probably heard it and you kind of just brush it off, and you're just like, oh yeah, like, thing, right? Zen, son, like he he literally like in, from a young age he used to say things to me like pain is just a thought, right? 
of course, as a kid, you, you, you brush like it off, literally. It's completely over your head. But the fact was, it was planted that little seed of things. And watching him grow up, like I saw him do things, it was like, well, weird. Like I remember once, uh, I was a kid actually, and I um, I had to get this, I had to get some blood work done or something. I was like four years old at the hospital, and I was tweaking out about it. Tweaking out, freaking out, mental breakdown, did not want to get a needle, it scared the crap out of me. Yeah, who does, right? 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 Like, and um, this whole time, my dad's sitting there with the jack A he is, uh, old page, just a thought, and I'm like, shut the F up. Right <laughs> you, like, you stop like, that. You stop with your nonsense, now is not the time. Little did I know, now is the perfect time. You're like, literally, literally the perfect time. This, this is what did it, this is what said it for me for the rest of my life was this moment. Uh, yeah, he's sitting there talking this gibberish. I'm freaking out, getting dragged into the hospital over someone's shoulder. Um, and he starts going off about Disneyland to me. So you just start thinking about Disneyland? Yeah, he starts, he's like, oh, yeah. he's like, oh, fine. You remember when this happened at Disneyland? Uh, when Noel did this and you did this? And I was like, oh, yeah, like, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then, the, and then I heard the doctor say, we're done. And then you're like, wait, what? I was like, exactly. I was like, what? He's done. He's patting it up with the Band-Aid on. And he looks, he's like, I told you. And like that, that like full like thud to the chest hit me. I was like, because like, not only did I like, it did not only did it not hurt, like I didn't feel it at all. Yeah, because like, you're like, you're so I was, lost He, he had thought, got right? me so into the world of Disneyland, like where my brain was. Like I didn't even know it had happened. Yeah. I wasn't even aware of being sat down in the chair <laughs> and like getting my arms white. None of that was happening to me. All of a sudden it was just done. I was like, what? Like, what? Mind blown, you know? I was four years old, five or whatever. And yeah, that, that kind of like, that kind of set that that was the real seed. Like, I think that, that was that, like, yeah, that was the real seed because that that started sparking questions for me. Totally, man. That day. I was like, what just happened? How did that happen? What does that mean? What is blah 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 blah. Of course, I didn't like give too much thought about it. No, like I said, I'm a, I'm a little kid, but that, like I said, I'm nearly 25 now, and it's still I remember it very vividly. Like it stuck with me. Yeah, like it's um, and then you like you actually like when you got old, you kind of really thought about oh, it. Oh, I really, then, I really applied, really applied that. Other things I'd watch him do. I remember he got a. He got a splinter. He was we were doing renovating a house, and he got this uh, wood chip shot up his thumbnail. Yeah, man didn't flinch. Didn't flinch. He goes, "Hmm, well that's funny." And he goes up and he grabs a pair of fingernail clippers and cuts half his thumbnail off, just without, without flint, without nothing. It makes you cringe just thinking about Literally, it. Literally, like I'm like cringing. I saw you cringe. Yeah, yeah. he just like... cuts it off, pulls it out, and he goes back to work. And I was just like. That, that, no, just something, there's something wrong there. There's something wrong there. <laughs> yeah. If I cut even a little too short, I'd freak out. You're like, oh, like I that was sore for days. Yeah. He goes, he goes back to work, like, not even phased by it and never brought it up again. It wasn't anything to him because the pain is just a thought. And someone had been practicing it for 30 plus years at that point. Um, so yeah, little things like that really, so when I got older, I was able to apply it in a multitude of different things, like silent mind. It's a, it's a state, you know, it's at some, at one point, it's something you try and achieve for a short amount of time. Totally. Like if you could get six seconds of silent mind in. That's good. That's very impressive. Like there's a handful of people in the world that can even do that. Like okay. that even know to do that. Yeah. Right. And then there's the, what those monks are doing up there. They live in, in that state. Totally. That's why they always talk in that weird metaphor, you know, and they're, they're, they're not, they're not thinking about anything. It's just like words just come out yeah you know it's oh it's like this and it just happens to make sense because it's coming from that subconscious space definitely because your subconscious is very intelligent it's able to calculate billions of things in, in a microsecond yeah right like it knows that this needs to pump here at this time and this needs to move here at this time all in synchronous order literally like right? like your, your brain is very very we don't we don't have supercomputers that can compute as much as our organic brain can at this moment. Like pretty much, like they're trying to invent quantum computers to keep up with it. We think the computers are smarter, it's because we live in our conscious mind. Yeah, like we we, we only know we, we we only think they're smarter because we only know as much as we know, right? Like we don't think about anything that like beyond that think sense because we're just like. Well, who's taught to? Anyways, were you ever taught that you could think from a subconscious space? Were you taught that your heart has neurons in it? That has its own thought process. That way, that's that's the reason why thinking from the heart is a legitimate term. Right. Yeah. Because your heart has neurons that fire the same as the brain. Yeah, and that they communicate. And right. So like, there is literally a heart space to think within, but no kid is taught to shut their brain off and just chill. And just like yeah, they sit there and like literally like 
where not a thought goes by, not even a th- not even the thought of thinking about not thinking. Yeah, like just to watch, like you can like one of the things to start is you sit in like the observer's chair and you watch the thoughts go by. Yeah, you have them, but you don't ponder them. You just let it go by, let it go by, let it go by, and they'll start to slow down. You know, what I used to do is I used to picture like a a big chalkboard. Yep. Um, and I'd throw my thoughts on the chalkboard. Okay. That was my meditative state. I'd, the, the whatever thought I'd have would pop up, then I'd just have an eraser wasted away instantly, whatever that was. Okay. Whatever that was. Yeah. All, my only thoughts was the eraser. And because, yeah. like, going straight to silent mind is damn near impossible. Right? Yeah. Like, you, you had to start with let's isolate it to less things to think about. Yeah, definitely. Let's only focus on the chalkboard and the eraser and color the white chalk. Like, just that. And then whatever pops up, erase, 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 erase. And you'll find yourself. Eventually, you got less to erase off. You can relax, you know, you know, it's not a yeah. constant, like, dust flying. Like, literally, in my brain, I'd see dust, chalk dust yeah, flying like, everywhere. Yeah, like, just, like, classic, yeah. Classic that, and eventually, it just became, it just was, like, clean motions. It went to a blackboard, so it was, like, a clean wipe, you know? Totally. So I stopped thinking of the dust, and then eventually, it was, I didn't even have the, the chalk brush. I could just push it off my thoughts, you know, and, like, you'd visualize this, and eventually, like, it would just be a thought floating in blackness that I would just whip, you just wisp it away. Definitely. And then you get into that. That's when I did that fat session. Like, okay. I, I, I remember I really, I really like, I remember knocking that last thought off. And I was just like, whoa, all right, now it's time to work. You know, like, definitely. But like, it's not, you don't think that. You just, you do it. You know, that was the goal. You had to set an intention before you go into it. Totally. You set that intention. It's like, once you hit that state, you're not thinking about the next step. You just are going to do it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, so that was that's a crazy rabbit hole that <laughs> goes on for years. Like, like I said, I sacrificed a lot of uh, social life to discover because it blew my mind. Like, totally right. Well, when like, something when you find something you like have a drive for, you just you want to learn about it, right? You want to do it. So I mean, like, and like. It, like literally if you just like the, from this conversation I've already learned so much like I can literally like now I can go upstairs and like you know have a little bit more of a conversation with somebody who does know what it means even though like you know or maybe I'll go look up some terms later and like check it out right like it's still like it's enough of a drive that you're like okay this is kind of what I want to learn about right now and this is what I'm going to do well yeah and you'll find too like it's that's really cool <laughs> yeah my buddy painted it yeah <laughs> <laughs> How much these things are like when you get into a certain topic like this, how much is connected to Yeah. Other topics. Like I got I got fascinated with uh sound, you know, um and like cymatic frequencies, sound and thoughts because it was I found because it was connected to thoughts your thoughtscape. Right. Because thoughts are just vibrations. Totally. Electrical vibrations. And I I wanted to find out what vibrations are because that's what's controlling our whole body. These little vibrations and it, it took me over to geometry. I found out that sound has a has a shapes. Yeah, it's like I I don't know if on your Instagram feed on mine it's it's quite trending. That's because of the pages I follow. But these cymatic frequencies you can put, like you could take this table, pour salt all over it or sand or dirt. Not maybe not really dirt. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. You right. pour it all over it, and you can vibrate if you put a speaker under the table. Or yeah, you watch it like bounce. Yeah, and you yeah. vibrate it. You'll find these sands make patterns. These it will make like a completely inanimate object oh, yeah? will move into very specific patterns okay. geometrically geometrically perfect patterns that are flowing they're moving some are stationary they change and each of the picture changes with what frequency you play at okay so the, the some of the low tones they start with just the base they'll be like a, it'll move into a circle with a dot in the center with a couple lines on the outside and if you raise the vibration it just shifts it just yeah. shifts and makes all these crazy shapes and what's crazy about these shapes is that you find them in nature you find them in our body you see them in our cells and you're like wait what <laughs> this this sound is making order from chaos like yeah. it's literally completely inanimate object that has no thoughts feelings motor control nothing it's just a piece of sand dirt yeah definitely and it's flowing in this absolutely perfect geometrical pattern <laughs> by its what what is going on here yeah you know and i was like okay and that's a two-dimensional depiction of that image when you play that sound it's in a three-dimensional scape definitely we're only visualizing it two-dimensionally so when you see that it's actually that yeah, circle you're seeing it's not going this way it's going this it's way. going this way that yeah. circle is actually a sphere with another sphere hovering on the inside of it with fucking 
beams. I'm sorry, I swear. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, with beams on the outside of it just floating and hovering there, and that's happening. We just have no way of mapping that right now. We can look at it two dimensionally. Yeah. It's like, so how does that apply to everything else that must apply to the entire universe then? You can make galaxy shapes. Totally. With this sand flowing, gal- spiraling galaxies. Well, in the Bible, in the book of Genesis, they say something uh, God created the word created the cosmos and the lands with, with right. his word. Well, what's in, what is what is word? It's sound. It's a sound. He probably didn't say Shazam. Totally, right? Like created it, you know, but there's a constant background hum in space. The earth has a tone. Have you ever like sat there and it's real quiet and you hear that ringing in your ears? Yeah, yeah, all the, like not all the time, but like but, I know what you're right? talking about. That yeah. in your ear, there's always a sound. There's no matter what, there is sound. Definitely. And what's made what what got this planet moving? What got the what got the the ants moving the way they're moving, or the the rivers flowing the way they're flowing? You know, Definitely. if you look at plants, they they grow in a spiral. They like little the little oh, seeds. Oh yeah, like the grow, vines. Yeah, yeah. They grow in spirals on their way up, and it's like there's spirals all over the place. You know, the conch shells, the pine cones, sunflowers, like yeah, everything. And I was like, what? Like, what is this? You know, why isn't this being taught in math class as well? Why is this ancient geometry that's found in in caves around the entire planet from two civilizations that are a thousand years apart? Yeah, the same picture of the same geometrical patterns in their in their place. Like, what 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 is going on? What's what am I not being told here? I had an issue with school because of a lot of this stuff. It's like. <laughs> Math class, I'm like, hey, teach me Pythagorean. I want to learn Fibonacci. Right. Yeah. Like, what's with this Fibonacci sequence that's found in our DNA? It's the reason our fingers it goes up in this pattern. You know. Right. It's like this Fibonacci I found is the flower of life is what it was like, is what it was called. Like it's all these geometrical patterns are found within this one geometrical okay. pattern. And uh, like if you look at the the Sun Temple in China, yeah, it's what the Sun Temple is. It's uh the the guard, they're the guardians of knowledge. Okay. And if you look outside the temple, there's just two giant lion statues. If you probably, you probably, see, if you saw a picture, I'm sure. I like. Yeah. It's like the the, the red. They got the red panels. But there's these two giant lions sitting out front of the gate. I f- it definitely like like think like when like you're putting that picture in my mind, it definitely rings a bell. Like, let me pull it up um, while I'm talking. So in front of in front of these uh, these temples. And in front of this temple, there's these two lions, and they got their hands over yeah. this orb. Well, if you look real closely at the orb, it's the that flower of life pattern that you okay, pattern. yeah, they're the guardians of knowledge. You know? Okay, so Guarding it's like all knowledge. connected. It's, it's 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 all over the place. The Egyptians were working with this. The the like the the, the pyramid structures, like those shapes from the Plutonic solids, like they were all working within this Metatron's pattern. Like, and this that was just like, oh, right, I was looking for this. Well, why are you um, looking for that, man? We could talk about this for hours. I'm sure I could. literally could. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to thank you for coming on the show. Yes, it was a pleasure. Yes. It was really awesome. Um, like I, I would love to have you again. We can ramble and we can just like, we can get lost in another rabbit hole. Oh sure, yeah. Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. I could go off. Could go off. <laughs> uh, like so, where can the people find you? Where can people find me? Uh, yeah. You hit up my Instagram, Tolly's World. Uh, T O L L E Y S W O R L D. Tolly's world. Perfect. I'll put right on to you. Thank you very much. Uh, you can find me at Just Charisma on everything. Um, and then, so don't forget to like, subscribe, hit, you know, if you like the videos, please hit subscribe, you know, check out the other stuff. Definitely do it. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks. Yes.